dead, cleanse lepers, cast out demons. Hello, hello and welcome to another wonderful week of Healing the Whole Person. I'm your uh, moderator, Joan McHugh, and our host today is Jesuit Father Bob Sears. You know him well, our listeners. He's a professor, a, a former professor of theology and psychotherapy, and a much-in-demand spiritual director, counselor, workshop, and retreat presenter, and writer on various aspects of healing. He's quite an expert on healing the family tree. Today, Father Bob is going to talk about time in relation to healing. So, hello, Father Bob, and welcome. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, and if, if you have any questions, then uh, please uh, call them in. The number is 224-585-9735. 224-585-9734. Okay, today, yes, as Joan was saying, that I, I want to talk about time and healing. You know, the author of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, first to third verses, says, there's a time for everything under heaven. There's a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot the plant. A time to kill and a time to heal. Have you ever asked yourself, why didn't I learn about healing earlier? <clears throat> I could have saved so much time. <clears throat> you, know, if you probably weren't ready. <laughs> So why am I thinking about healing now? Well, what I've discovered is that when I thought about it was that I was open to healing when the issue I was dealing with became so pressing that I had to deal with it. That it kept you know, being on my mind that I had to think about it and deal with it. For example, when I was facing my depression in Germany that I've talked about in previous programs, I was praying and thinking about getting ordained. And I wasn't clear whether I should do it or not, because the depression was in me, and I didn't think I could do anything very well. And I was under, unsure whether I should succeed in anything, because I found out later I could not help to bring my mother into peace. That's something I found out later. I didn't know what the root of it was at the time. The root was invisible but it was behind my depression, and, and the depression was not feeling love, which is the root of all depression. So I tried to understand the roots of my depression, and as I mentioned before, I got only, only got more depressed because knowledge wasn't the solution. So sometimes we've tried a number of different things and found out that they didn't work. So God lets us search so that when we do find it, we're really appreciative of it. So when the text from Isaiah 43 came to me, Isaiah 43:18 and following, remember not the events of the past. See, I am doing something new now. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I, I was ready to hear it because I'd already been trying to understand what the past was and I wasn't getting healed. So I knew what didn't work. And when God said that he was making something new, I knew that the solution was ahead of me, not behind me. 
So God was asking me to look to God's creative intervention, not to my effort to solve the problem. That was the right time for me to hear that truth. As Robert Johnson said, he's a Jungian, he wrote, the end of one's rope is a sacred moment. For then we have to let go and let God, as the AA people talk about. When we know we can't do it, and we've tried everything and it doesn't work, then it's the right time for God to act. So that wasn't the end of my depression. It was the end of my being depressed about being depressed. <laughs> because I began to see my depression as a dying that needed to take place in order to make room for something new. I wasn't sure what the new thing was or why I was depressed, but it was enough to confirm me in going ahead with my decision to get ordained. Because if God was going to solve it, he was always going to be there. And if I didn't think I could do anything, I might as well do what I thought I wanted to do. Hence, <laughs> what I had chosen earlier to do. Now, it took 15 more years of experience and healing before I was shown the root of my depression that I said in the womb, I won't be a burden. It was then that I began to realize the depth of the wound and that was very early, and it was a love wound, because all wounds are love wounds. I had closed myself off from my mother's love by that de decision, because I wasn't open, I didn't want to burden her, and I didn't want to expect something that she wouldn't be able to give. So. I had women friends before that, but these friendships always seemed to end. As I realized I didn't want to let anyone get really attached to me if I were looking for a permanent relationship leading to marriage, because that wouldn't be fair to them. And when I asked God to free me from my decision not to be a burden, since I wasn't a burden to God, I found God gave me women friends to help heal my mother wound. So I was beginning to see what the root of my depression was. I was then led to a healing group that focused on healing the attachment wound. When we're ready for the healing, God, we give God permission to bring the healing, the solution appears. The uh, Indians used to say, when I put my foot to the path, the great spirit meets me. So each one's story takes time and we can't rush it. When I was visiting a clinic in Nuremberg during my time in Germany, the psychiatrist director pointed out a plant in his office. I frequently point to that, he said, when my clients are in a rush to get healed. You can't make that grow any faster than it grows. It just needs sun and proper watering and time. I frequently thought of his wisdom. It took years to develop my problems. If they are deeply rooted, there's no quick fix. Each step of healing opens us more to trust God's love and let it go into the deeper wounds. So in the short time we have, I can't look at all the steps. It take quite a while. I have a chart that shows different stages of healing and it shows that the stages are cyclical. That is, we keep going back to the beginning to deepen the beginning so we can move forward because we're always building on how we understand our past. As we move deeper into healing, we're brought back to a deeper healing of earlier stages in order to move forward. 
That's exactly what I experienced. Some 20 years after announcing my decision in the womb not to be a burden, while I was in a training group of peers involved with healing, I began to notice that whenever anyone suggested I do something to further my healing, I closed up. I was experiencing what prenatal therapists call shock. It was so overwhelming that I couldn't do anything to help. It was then that God brought me to think about primal pain. I had a book on my shelf that I'd never read, written in 1970, and this was about 2010. It was by Arthur Janoff, a psychiatrist, called The Primal Scream. And what Janoff found was that some deep issues are rooted in the womb. And the pain has to be relived with someone who can companion you in the process. So it was only in the safety of a training group that I had with peers who were all working on similar issues that I felt safe enough that I became aware of how deep the love deprivation was and how overwhelming. That was when God showed me... When I felt that it was shock, it was so overwhelming I couldn't do anything, God showed me I needed to be born again of water and the Spirit. See, God gives the healing when we, when we need it, at the time we need it. God, and that's beginning to start all over, so I had to go all the way back to the beginning when I was born, to the deepest wound. And he had to start me over, he said, with a new mother, who was without sin and totally open to God's love, Mary. He began to show me that I had Mary as my mother, and I needed a new father, my heavenly father. Now, it was on the cross, by dying to our sin and to our primal pain of feeling abandoned by God, that Jesus gave us his mother to be our mother. The beloved disciple then took her into his own, He owned her as his own mother. And at the resurrection, we saw Jesus told Mary Magdalene, go tell my brothers, the first time he used brothers in the gospel, and tell them that I am ascending to my father and to your father. So what did Jesus do to solve our problem? He gave us his mother and his father on the cross. And through baptism, we're baptized into his death. And we're born again. Unless we're born again, Jesus told Nicodemus, we can't see the kingdom of God. So we're restored to what God intended for Adam and Eve in the beginning. We have a new Eve, Mary, and a new Adam, Jesus, mediating the Father to us. And all humans are given this solution. A couple days ago, the God gave me an example of what has to happen for this deepest healing to take place. It's a strange incident. I was in doing su- supply work and ministry work in Austin, Texas for about 12 days. And, <clears throat> and I, I had my iPod, but I hadn't, hadn't charged it since then. So when I got home, I needed to recharge my iPod and I, 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 I turned it on and then the iPod uh, got stuck. It it never stopped recharging, and so I couldn't get it off the 
particular thing. I thought it was I'd lost my ability to use the iPod, and it was important to me because I'd play it in the car and get books that I'd never read by myself, and uh, a lot of my continuing education went through it. So I said, Lord, this is very helpful for me. Please help me to be able to fix it. And what occurred to me that I could, should plug it into iTunes. You know, that's the program that has the various books that are stored on the iPod. And iTunes instructed me that I could restore the iPod to its factory settings, but everything in it would be removed, and I would have to start all over again loading it with what I wanted to hear. I was a bit reluctant to do it, but finally did. And sure enough, it, it worked. It cleared everything off of it, and it restored it to its factory settings so I could use it again. And I could restore little by little the things I wanted to listen to. And then the next day I realized that God had given me an example in that. That God was teaching me, even through the iPod, that it, what God needed to happen for my healing, God needed to restore me and each one of us to what God intended before Adam and Eve sinned. That was our factory setting. <laughs> That's what God intended for us in the beginning. So God gave us a new Adam, Jesus, and his heavenly Father, and a new Eve, Mary, and, I, and he gave us that in order that we could have it restored. But in order to get it, we had to open to all that he was giving to us, and we had to let him remove everything that was programmed into us by the time that we had taken it. Needed to begin all over again with Jesus' father and mother who loved each other so that we could come to their aid. Thank you, Father. We'll take a break. So, Lord, we thank you. We ask, Lord, that as you speak to us, you lead us whatever has to happen to each one. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is blessed with the opportunity to participate with WSFI Catholic Radio in the new evangelization. Holy Family is your local resource for books, CDs, and DVDs from Catholic Answers, Ignatius Press, and all of the other fine publishers featured on Catholic Radio. Holy Family also has the area's largest selection of baptism, communion, and confirmation gifts. Holy Family Catholic Bookstore is located at 9249 Old Green Bay Road, Pleasant Prairie, Wisconsin. More information is available on Facebook. Are you retired or near retirement? Do you want to keep a larger amount of your assets in a safe place with guaranteed interest rates to protect yourself from a huge market swing? Are you amazed at how low the interest rates are at your bank? If you said yes to any or all of those questions, you may want to call me, Matt Tomlinson, at Catholic Financial Life to discuss our guaranteed fixed rate annuities. Call 847-548-MATT, 847-548-6288. Products not available in all states. This is Sister Mary Agnes of the School Sisters of Christ the King in Lincoln, Nebraska. And I believe Catholic Radio is an important tool for the new evangelization. The times and I have been on the road traveling different places um, looking for something good to listen to. I've been really uplifted by what I hear on Catholic Radio. And I 
feel like it's a good source of education, too, and that you can learn lots more about our faith. WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio is committed to bringing quality Catholic programs to our local community. We only can do that with your financial support. Take a moment now to donate online at wsfiradio.org or mail your tax-deductible donation to WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois 60048. That's WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio, P.O. Box 885, Libertyville, Illinois, 60048. Donations of any amount are greatly appreciated. Hello, and welcome back. We just had the most brilliant discussion about healing, Father Bob. Um, It left me with so many questions, but... um, we have prayer requests. I'm tempted to just continue our discussion, and um, or maybe we, maybe we'll do these prayer requests and then continue our discussion. Is that all right with you, Father? Father, I don't know that you can hear me. Can you hear me, Father? Well, <coughs> there's music playing in the background okay, there, there, so we I go. Can, so, can't hear it too well. Could, but could, could the. Uh, I, yes, I've heard you, and we might just say a, a, a continuing word here, and then if you have questions, uh, please bring them up. Sure. Because I need to mention that, that the, with the iPod example there, that we really do need to be uh, freed of everything that we've learned from our natural birth and growth, because all of that was basically our trying to save ourselves. And that just makes us part of the problem, not part of the solution. That's profound. Because God has given us the solution in Jesus and in his mother and in his heavenly father. And when they, that love comes in, the pain will surface of the areas where we got wounded. And then we have to join those with Jesus on the cross because that's how he taught us that the healing has to take place. So, So each of these patterns that that we've taken on ourselves contain pain and they'll be surfaced gradually and that's why time is so important and as they're surfaced then the Lord brings the the healing but if we united with him on the cross and let Mary's love and the Heavenly Father's love show us that God never allowed anything in our life including the choice of our parents and our upbringing everything happened to us in the life he only did that in order to bring good out of it and when you begin to see that, then your whole life becomes gratitude. And gratitude is the ultimate and clearest sign of healing. So so that's really, I think, what we need to grow into knowing is that God loves us already. While we're still sinners, we don't have to earn it. He never stopped loving us. And as we can open to that, he brings into light the, the areas that need healing. That might be a good place to pause, Father, in order to mm-hmm. just say a prayer for some people, and then we'll resume with okay. the gratitude. Uh, we mm-hmm. have a, a, a bunch, and may I just say them, and then you pray for everyone. Would that be all right with you? Sure. Um, mm-hmm. So we have, here's a, a short list, Father. We have Tammy, who is having open-heart surgery We have Christina, who is asking prayers for her marriage. We have Bob, who has dementia. We have Mike, who's suffering diabetes, and a disc in his back is um, a problem. Uh, We have um, Deacon Bob, who has fifth-stage tumors in his head and is asking for a miracle. It's cancerous. And we have Heidi 
to be healed so she won't need more surgery. She has a lot of issues of, of ha- after having given birth, and she is asking for healing. And one more, we have my friend Ruth, who has brain uh, cancer and who's having a hard time with chemo. So there are all the prayer requests, Father. So I, mi- I miss between Bob and Bob. Is that would you... There was Deacon Bob who's having... Um, no, between them. There's oh, a Bob Frank, who has dementia, and then, yes. and then there's a Bob who has... Deacon Bob who has tumors, right? Yes. Is there somebody between them? There was Mike suffering diabetes and a disc in his Mike, back. Mike, okay. That's it, yeah. All right. Very good. So, Lord, we just ask <clears throat> that you would bring all of these concerns to you, Lord, in your love. It's love, ultimately, Lord, that heals. And so if our heart is needing open-heart surgery, then we ask that you heal Tommy's heart, Lord, and Christina's marriage, Jesus. For you know about relationships, and you know that your love is the ultimate healing for every marriage. And you, we pray for Bob, Lord, and for dementia, and we ask that he might reflect on his life and they might be given light to understand his life so that he can be bringing things and to see your hand and everything that's happened to come to gratitude. And we pray for Mike and his di- diabetes, Lord. So many things that somebody said diabetes was like a blow to the stomach. So something was not, the sweetness of life has been taken out. So we ask, Lord, that you show him that your love is the sweetness of life and that ultimately that's what heals all our ills. And with Deacon Bob and his tumors, Lord, and whatever needs to be healed about that, where the tumors are is important. Are they brain tumors or is it I think they're wherever brain, they are? They're brain tumors. Excuse me? They're brain, brain tumors. tumors. Okay. So, Lord Jesus, whatever Bob brain, sometimes when we can't resolve issues and that type of thing, they become kind of festering in our brain. And so, Lord, we ask that you bring the healing that Bob needs and the the therapy that he needs. And we pray for Heidi also and for her issues and for Ruth. I've forgotten their issues, but whatever they are, Lord, we ask that you would bring them into your love because it's ultimately love that heals. And every one of them, Lord, is an issue that's come up at this time. And so we know that as the issue is surfacing, you also mean to surface the solution. So we ask that you would give each of them the guidance that they need to move forward in their healing. We ask that through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. And you know, your topic is just so important. And I, I understood everything you shared and how the Lord led you to healing and back in the womb. But all of us walking around... Uh, how do we identify if we need healing our, our factory uh, settings restored? I, it doesn't always occur to us that this is the pain we're experiencing is perhaps coming from before we were born. Yeah, well, see, you can't, you can't get to before you were born probably until you got a lot of healing. Like it was after the awareness that I had of the depression and that God was going to do it, he was doing a new thing, I, I turned my eyes to God doing it, and then I was on the right track. 
And I think that's what we all have to do. God knows what your problem is. You don't have to know. Mm-hmm. He'll bring it up when it's needed. And he'll bring it up in the order in which you can face it. So that's what you can continue to ask God. Okay, what is it, Lord, behind what's surfacing now that needs healing? That's beautiful. And as that gets healed, then you get stronger. And as you get stronger, the deeper issues can start to surface. So really, like I had to have a lot of healing before I could get to the point that I recognized it was shock. But it was I, too much. That. What I'm hearing is that, is that really the burden isn't on us is to find our healing. It's the, the Lord to show us if right. we ask him. He wants it more than you do. Oh, I love that. <laughs> he just needs our permission. So... He'll ask, like he asked the cripple, you know, in John's Gospel, do you want to be healed? Yes. Because sometimes we don't want to because we don't want to face the consequences of, you know, if we're healthy, we have no excuses. (laughs) So if (laughs) we're struggling, Father, we have a lot of pain, say, in our marriage or with our children misbehaving or whatever it is in our relationship with a friend, with a a daughter-in-law, with... so. When we kneel down at night and say our prayers, do we say do we offer this problem to him and say, "Lord, you lead the way to healing, please?" Yes, I would I would say I would always ask God because I have asked Jesus to be my teacher. He said, "Don't call anybody teacher. You have one teacher, the Messiah." Mm-hmm. So I say, Lord Jesus, you're my teacher, so basically you know everything already, so I, I don't have to really know it. You'll show it to me when I'm ready. Mm-hmm. And so I give you permission to do that. Yes. So just keep giving Jesus permission to show you whatever needs to take place so we can take the next step in our purification. Because that's why we're here in the first place, isn't it? Yes. Death is the ultimate purification. We, in baptism, we're, we die with Jesus in order to rise with him. And like the iPod story, it had to be brought back to factory settings. We had to go back to its birth. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And everything else had to be wiped clean. So how did that get wiped clean? Not so quick like it is with the iPod. Mm-hmm. But Jesus will bring it up step by step, and we bring it to him and let it, let it be transformed. We'll have to face the pain of the dying. And once it's died and it's transformed... It's turned into gratitude, do you think and we, we get thankful for it. Do you think that we all have to uh, our factory settings need restoring in in all in many areas, or do some oh, of us oh, yes. not have a ton of issues? Yes, and it's not just ours; it's also our generational systems. Because you know, the more healed we get, the more we're going to pick up all the wounds of our ancestors. No. <laughs> so, but it becomes intercessory prayer rather than prayer for ourselves Mm -hmm. so we're praying for mothers and fathers that didn't have the love they needed and for their mothers and fathers etc so you know it's unending and we end up like mary was interceding for all of us because she was one with the holy spirit who with jesus was interceding for all of us from his very conception Mm -hmm. so everything is 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 in god's hands and he'll bring it to light if we give him permission one by one, when we're able to face it. So let me just bless everybody that is listening. Mm -hmm. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit descend upon you and his love be grown in you and to be reborn in you through Mary and our Heavenly Father. Mm 
so that you can be restored into what God wanted in the beginning. Amen. Father, thank you for a wonderful program. Very, very inspiring. Thank you for intensifying our prayer life. Thank you. Healing the Whole Person on WSFI 88.5 FM Catholic Radio. For more information about this program or to purchase additional CD copies, please call us at 224-206-8455. That's 224-206-8455. Or visit us online at wsfiradio.org. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease.